Uh, my son is in a production from Front Porch Musical Theater called The Lion King. How many of you have ever seen the movie or the play The Lion King? Yes, yeah, that is an awesome movie. I have to admit, there is a certain part in this movie that when it comes on, it's like, you know, someone's cutting onions. You know what I mean? Uh, where I just, I, I feel myself kind of welling up and, and the tears are, are there and it's like, no, no, daddy's not crying. That's okay. You know, you know what I'm talking about? When, when Mufasa dies. Oh my word. When Simba, like, come on, dad, get up, dad, get up, dad. Okay, if, if you don't cry, then you're dead inside. I'm sorry. Like, man, that, psh, what in the world? Like, that is, is so sad. Simba, like, and he gets terrified. And what does he do? He runs away. And, and he finds himself, you know, uh, far away from home. He kind of like, hooks up with two kind of knuckleheads. And he begins to believe that bugs are as good as eating steak. Like, what? That's crazy. And, and, you know, just starts to kind of embraces this principle of just kind of living for himself, for his own pleasures. And, and then what happens? You know, he grows up and, and Elton John writes this beautiful song um, about love. And I think we have that. So I'm going to show you a little bit of Lion King. How many of you thought you were going to see some Lion King on Good Friday? Yeah, I didn't think so. So Elijah, if you've got that, let's play a little Can You Feel the Love Tonight? They don't have a clue. Oh, they'll fall in love. And here's the bottom line. Our trio's down to two. Oh. The sweet caress of twilight. There's magic everywhere. And with all this romantic atmosphere, disasters in the air. Come on, sing along if you know it. So good. Can you guys feel the love tonight? I hope you can. Uh, we all love different things, right? You're like, that's a weird transition, Eric. Yeah, stick with me. But we all love different things. Like, we all love, some of us love country music. Some of us love coffee, camping, pineapple on your pizza. Raise your hand if you're a pineapple pizza. Yeah, that's, that's me. But there's something tonight I want to talk about is that we have to understand about God, is that love is not just what God does, but that's who God is. Love isn't just something that God does. He doesn't just love us, but that's who he is at his core. That God loves us. That God is love. And man, the love of God is reflected on the cross. And our hope tonight is that you can feel that love. That sometimes Good Friday, it can be a heavy thing. But I hope 
that we feel the heaviness of, of our, that, that because of our sin and our guilt that Jesus went to the cross for us, but also that you'd feel the love tonight, that you'd be just, man, what an amazing blessing that Jesus showed his love for us. And this is how 1 John 4 says, he says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. I want to just, three reflections on, on how God showed his love through the cross. Number one, we see that love serves. Man, over and over Jesus was a servant. I think it's fascinating that the word deacon and the word samurai both mean servant. That's what Jesus came. He came to be a servant. And he showed his love on his last night here on earth. I gotta tell you, if I knew it was my last meal before I died, I would not spend it with someone who I knew was gonna betray me. I probably wouldn't spend my last Moments before I died, washing the stinky, smelly feet of my friends who were going to run away. But that's what Jesus did. He served. Luke tells us in 22, a dispute among, arose among them as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. And he said to, him, to them, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is greater, one who reclines at table or one who serves? Is not the one who reclines at table, but I am among you as one who serves. Jesus' disciples are arguing who's the greatest. And what I love about Jesus is he doesn't say, guys, that's a bad thing to desire. Jesus doesn't put down that desire for greatness, because inside of each and every one of us, there is that desire for greatness. There's something, that spark of, of we want to be great. And Jesus doesn't say, hey, deny that. He says, you know the way to be greatest? is to serve. To be the greatest is to be the greatest servant of all. And then Jesus modeled it by getting down on his feet, by washing the feet of his disciples. The lowest of the low. At the very end, Jesus is still modeling, still teaching his disciples that this is what love looks like. It's getting down on my feet. It's washing your feet. I love that Jesus was so other-centered that even on the cross, he's thinking of others. It says, but standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, behold your mother. From that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. Jesus is hanging on the cross and he's so other-centered, he's so much filled with love as service, that even on that cross, he's like, wants to take care of his mom. It's amazing. He looks at John, the disciple he loves, and says, hey, John, from now on, you take care of my mom. He says, mom, this is now your son, he's going to take care of you. That's what love does. Love serves. Number two, love forgives. Jesus is hanging on that cross. It says, two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. 
And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him. And the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. In that moment, as he's in excruciating pain, as he's feeling the weight of guilt and shame and all the powers of darkness are arrayed against him, he's saying, God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Love doesn't hold a grudge. Love forgives. And the forgiveness of God was made available to each and every one of us on the cross. Love serves, love forgives, and love welcomes. As Jesus hung on that cross, one of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah? Then save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, truly I say to you, today you'll be with me in paradise. Jesus hanging on the cross and one thief is railing at him. But the other says, hey, remember me. And even then Jesus welcomes him. Jesus forgives him. He says, come into my kingdom. In his final breaths, Jesus is still saving. He's still forgiving. He's still welcoming. I don't know where you are in your journey, but it's not too late. As long as you have breath, Jesus is welcoming you. He's offering you forgiveness. He's offering you grace. He says, welcome into my kingdom. Love serves, love forgives, love welcomes. But I think too often we forget whose we are. After Nala shows up and, and Simba and, and they're running around, there's this great scene. And I'll show you one more clip from The Lion King. And it's Simba's forgotten who he is and whose he is. Go ahead and, and, and play that last clip. That's not my father. It's just my reflection. No. Look hard. You see, he lives in you. How can I go back? I'm not who I used to be. Remember who you are. You are my son and the one true king. Remember who you are. 
leave me. Father! Some of you have forgotten who you are. Some of you have convinced yourself that eating bugs is as good as eating steak. You have run away from your purpose and you've forgotten that you are the son and the daughter of a king. And you need to remember that you were made for more. Each and every one of you were made for more. Nala sings that Simba, I wish he could see the king that is inside of him. That is each and every one of us. That we are the daughter or the son of the king. And we are called into greatness. We are called to walk like Jesus. To serve greatly. To forgive. To welcome. And Jesus says, remember who you are. Maybe you've been spending time singing Hakuna Matata, living for yourself, forgetting what God called you to. Maybe he put you a dream in your heart that you forgot. But God is saying, come out. His love is calling you out. His love is beating down your door. If his love would climb the hill of Golgotha, of the hill of Calvary for you, then there's no place you could go where he will not follow. He will kick down every single wall that you've been putting up. He says, remember who you are. Remember so much that Jesus loved you so much that he died for you. And he wants to call you into greatness into service, into following him, into what that dream is put in your heart. Would you stand with me? We're going to sing the song together. The reckless love of God that it seems reckless that God would love us so much that our king would say that each and every one of us are welcome to be in his family. And when you're adopted by God, that means you are the son or the daughter of the king. You were made for more. So whatever it is going on in your life right now, man, I want you to just lay that aside. At the end of the service, you're going to bring that to the cross. As you receive communion, remember, remember what love does, what love says. That love right now is passionately chasing after you. God, I pray right now that no matter how familiar the story is or whether it's, it's kind of new to us, God, that we would just be overwhelmed by your love. God, that we just open ourselves up to you. God, that we would restore the dreams that you put inside us. God, that we'd follow you into greatness, into service, into forgiveness, into welcoming the lost and the broken. That we'd remember whose we are, that we belong to you, Jesus, the true King. Pray. Amen. Let's sing to him.